Across the United States, Indigenous families are searching for their loved ones. For closure. We would tell each other, what, what do you think she said? And what was her last words, you know? Did she cry for help or did she pray? The missing and murder Indigenous women. Alka, this is Mary. Ketanani, this is Sylvia. And, and welcome, welcome to the Native, Native Sisters Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Sorry we missed a week. <laughs> We've been busy. Um, so, what's new, Sylvia? Um, let me see. <laughs> this week, um, we did our first event, speaking event. We talked to about, what do you think, like 20 people? <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was real short. Yeah. But... It was cool. Yeah, we weren't really prepared because we weren't supposed to go for Native Women for Change for Southern Indian Health. Yeah. It was cool. It was cool. I kind of wish we would have had, like, our t-shirts and stuff, but it was pouring rain that morning, and I was like, I ain't about to carry all this stuff. It wasn't even raining there. I know. The whole town you were there didn't even rain. (laughs) It was really nice, actually. up here it was snowing when I left the mountain. Yeah. And it was like sunny and nice down there. It's like 60 degrees down there. It was really nice. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We, I wish we could have brought our stuff, but next time we're going to sell. Yeah. Next time. Spring event. Aren't you guys having a spring event? Uh, yeah. We have our spring gathering every year. And then women's wellness, men's wellness, all kinds of stuff. Um, the Black Panther update. Another story. Somebody else told us they seen the Black Panther. We're gonna share it with you guys. We're gonna put it in right here. Driving, they're going down a hill, and there's a fence between these trees and then us. So we were like, I we stopped for a second. We were driving, and I seen something black, and it was crawling on the ground. I was like, stop, 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 um, to see if it would come on the other side. And then it never came back, but it was crawling on the ground and it was black. Ooh, I sure it was. What? Was it a cat? Like, it, I don't know. I couldn't see the face. I seen the body, like, on the ground crouching down. Ooh. So then scary. I didn't see anything. Did it look like Bagheera? Huh? Did it look like Bagheera? Oh my god, you never seen it's the Jungle Book? I watch movies anymore, it's all YouTube. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, what if, it, what if it was like a ghost or like a shadow or something? Something evil. Crawling on the no. road. <laughs> no. No. It was It was a cat? And then... But did you guys, you guys pulled over and didn't you guys go look for it and then something happened, like a growl? Oh, no. And then we went over to the waterfall um, and we went to the waterfall and we're going over there and we heard a growl. And it sounded like a cat? Three times. Hmm. You were the only one that saw it? Yep. Um, it was right here in Capitol. Yeah. 
like right off of the 94. But now they believe because they feel like they heard him growling. <laughs> what the heck? I was like, what's a pigeon doing in my yard? <laughs> they do look like pigeons. <laughs> um, and another update that Lu Luisa Ceballos was found safe. Um, we had shared a while back that she was at risk of missing from Campo Reservation and she's been found, but we haven't heard any other information other than that. So at least she's safe. Yes. And do you have any other updates? Mm. I want to say thank you for everybody who's been purchasing shirts because we sold probably... We sold out of some sizes. Yeah, we sold out of some sizes and everyone's been buying shirts lately. The word's getting out there, and we have fans. Because <laughs> people told us when we were at the event, they're like, hey, I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah, it's the first time that people came up and were like, hey, I'm a big fan, I listen to every episode. They're like, it's awesome. Yeah. We're excited yeah. <laughs> that you're a fan. Mm -hmm. um, but we're going to get started today. I'm doing a story on Ella Mae Begay. And I know we talked about it previously, but um, I did some research on it. So, the mysterious disappearance of Ella Mae Begay. Ella Mae was born on September 28, 1958. Ella is from the Navajo Nation. Um, Navajo Nation has over 17 million acres across three states. Arizona, New Mexico, and Utah with over 300,000 members and 173,000 that live on the reservation. It's a lot of people. Yeah. I feel like we went to school with a lot of people at Sherman that were from um, Navajo Nation. Yeah. Ella uh, May was um, very well known in her Navajo community. Ella May was known as the master rug weaver. So she did exceptionally well and talented rug weave. And she sold to people who are passing through her area and um, most likely are in homes all over the world. You know, and they're amazing. It's amazing work because I've seen some of her rug work. And people referred to her as she was always sweet and a caring woman who ever been, ever been loved. And she was reserved and cautious. And she lived in a really remote area. And she lived without electricity and like certain comforts for a really long time until like six months. So she lived on the back before. Um, she lived in, I'm gonna get there, Sweetwater, but she lived in a very remote area, so she didn't have any electricity or anything for a really long time. And just like six months before she disappeared, she got um, solar panels on her house, so she had electricity for all those years. And I feel like this story really reached out because she's around our mom's age, and I was, she kind of sounds like her, like just a strong, independent Native woman, and she's just on her own. We out in Navajo Nation, you know? Yeah. So, 
LMA was a very small woman. She was about five foot tall and 100 pounds. So she's a little. On June 15th, 2021, at 10.55 a.m., the Navajo Police Department received a call that 62-year-old woman had vanished overnight. The police are approximately 70 miles away from where LMA lived. LMA was last seen at her home on June 15th, 2021, which was in Sweetwater, Arizona. So she was seen at her house. Yes. And a lot of people said that she was home all the time. Like she barely ever left, especially during the pandemic. She, you know, stayed home most of the time. But I guess there were reports that her neighbor, she had a neighbor that lived about 50 yards from her house and they seen her at 2.30 in the morning. They said that she was getting in a truck with somebody else at 2.30. No. I seen that in one of the um, reports that I read, but I don't know how like accurate that information is. But they were they said in multiple ones that they seen her at 2.30 in the morning. And what was she doing at 2.30 in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. And so they were, um, the police and her family were searching for LMA. But they were also looking for her silver Ford F-150 pickup truck that was also missing. And LMA didn't leave, like I said, she didn't leave her house too often. And she just disappeared. So once they found out she was missing, all her family notified each other. They started, like, her um, family all started communicating. And a few days before, um, June 14th, so that was that night before, she spoke to her son a few days before that. Um, And that she was going to be going to visit him and see the kids. And she was, you know, making plans that she hasn't seen him because of the pandemic. And she was there. She had plans to go see her son and her her grandbabies. So she was excited about that. And he lived um, out of state in Denver. So the searches began, um, were organized by the family, friends, and law enforcement. And the community was shocked that LMA was missing because she was so well known in the community and nobody could understand um, what happened and something bad must have happened they, they felt because she wasn't that type of person to go missing. So all the people came together to search the area. They searched on foot, they had ATVs, they had drones. And this was all an area like the desert, lots of remote and desolate land over the area where she was. But also like over the states, like they searched in Utah, New Mexico, like all Arizona, like they searched for her all over. And they even organized walks to spread awareness for LMA. And they walked over 150 miles from her home to get attention from the Navajo police officials. So they went from LMA's home in Sweetwater to the Navajo Nation capital. Sweetwater was in which state? Arizona. Arizona. Yes. They walked 
to the capital of Window Rock, where they met the president of the Navajo Nation, Jonathan Nez. So they were trying to spread awareness. So searches took place throughout the northern Arizona into San Juan County, Utah. The results of the searches were never documented in the media, or if they had found any information, none of that information was documented or shown publicly anyways. Um, there was an article that had a report that the police indicated there was no sign of struggle or that, you know, things weren't just adding up because she didn't, she just went missing. But um, something that law enforcement was aware of was that the night before LMA vanished, there was, um, the evening before she disappeared, the police were called to the neighbor's house due to a disturbance. And there was a man, Preston Tolth, who was, it says, who was up to no good and arguing with the neighbor, the people in the, her neighbor's home. And the police were called and the police went out there and they spoke with him that night, but there was no arrest and there was no, they didn't press charges or anything. And they're like way out in the middle of nowhere. So it's kind of odd. Um, and then they didn't, you know, the family didn't really know much about this guy, Preston, besides he was 21 and he lived in the area. He had no connections to their family. And Preston was immediately labeled as a person of interest in LMA's disappearance. On June 17th, the police put out an announcement they were looking for Preston Tolf and wanted to speak to him regarding LMA. And Preston was later found in Toro, New Mexico, is that how you say that? Where he allegedly lived. And this is also in the Navajo Nation. When Preston was found, they were able to arrest him on unrelated warrants on battery. He was questioned in the case of LMA, but would not admit to anything. He was extradited to San Juan County, Utah, where he had a warrant for failure to comply. And then the interesting part of this is that San Juan County is one of the areas they search for LMA. Preston would remain incarcerated until October 15th, 2021, when he was released. When so Preston... he didn't get any kind of charges for her? No. Because he wasn't saying Yeah. And they didn't have... I'm, they must not have had any enough evidence or any evidence to keep him, I guess. Called the cops about the disturbance. Mm -hmm. That was a day Was before. it for their house yeah. or for her house? It was their house. And then he just left? I don't know. Or what there happened was, with the disturbance call? They, they let him go. There was yeah, no but arrest. Did he just walk away. I don't know. That wasn't that wasn't in any of the articles. They didn't disclose that information. But I'm assuming, right? Or maybe he stayed. I don't know. Was he staying with the neighbor? Those are questions that we have. <laughs> but there are some of the theories were, you know, that she left with him. Something happened to her. Was there somebody else that like showed up to her house? 
some random person. I don't know. But I feel like she was like... So she lived in her house by herself? Yes. In a very remote area. So there's just some random guy walking in a remote area? Yeah. It's the rest. Was this in June? This was in June. She went missing June... They reported her missing on June 15, 2021. That night was when the last time they seen her, the neighbors seen her. So they do the neighbors know more than what they're saying? Maybe, but did their searches like did they do like? It doesn't say what kind of searches they did. I did. You weren't listening. No, I did. But like (laughs) cadaver dogs. They didn't specify that. It said law enforcement did searches. Some assuming, but if they were in a truck or a car, her truck's missing. They're not going to be able to pick up sand. But at the same time, like they're so close to Mexico, they probably took her truck to Mexico. Are they though? I don't know. I don't think they're close to Mexico. Cause like Navajo is more up northern or like three corners area, like yeah. Mexico, That's Arizona, true. Utah. Down in Mexico was more like TO people and all the you know. Yeah. That's that's southern like Tucson. That's not our area. But, I don't know, some of the theories were that somebody else was there, that it's actually not that far from Mexico, Sweetwater. How far is it? It's really close. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) Yeah. Let me see. It's an hour. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I personally think that her car is probably in Mexico. Yep, U.S. Customs Border is really close. They take pictures of every car going into Mexico. Do they, though? In Mexico or on the way out? They do, because I remember when we used to go down into Mexico, no, but this was a long time ago. You know, like, most of the time you just drive through, but they still, there's cameras that take pictures of your plate going in. Even if you didn't get stopped going in. Or they want to make you think that they do. They really don't. Okay, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure they do. <laughs> but why not? I mean, why would they not? I don't know. And I, then... Well, her truck could be anywhere, and it could be like... They could have changed the plates, or... Well, then maybe they just didn't have the heads up to look for it. Because, you know, like, when there's, like, an Amber Alert, or, like, somebody's But running, they did. They reported her and her truck missing. I know, but they might not have thought to, to check that system. Maybe. And then they're like, oh, it's too late. We can't go back that far. Yeah, exactly. Because usually, Typical. yeah. Typical I mean, that could have happened. Could definitely see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> that would be my first thought because of where, what, like Arizona, I think about, you know, the border being right there. It's less, I mean, about an hour away from the border. It's not too far. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that close to Mexico. I think, um... Just my opinion is I feel like that guy Preston had something to do with it, but they can't arrest him because they don't have enough evidence to arrest him. Maybe if they found her truck, the evidence, DNA, information in her truck. Yeah, I think uh, that's what I think. Either that or it was somebody she knew and she left with them. 
Maybe because there was no sign of struggle. Yeah. But I feel like she was. She leaving at two a.m. But I felt like even if it was like him or something, she was a really sweet lady. Like, oh, I can give you a ride into town. I don't want you to have to walk that far, you know, because she's way out in the remote area. Like, how did they even get there? Did he, this person, not have a car? Did I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why would he be walking out? He well, he must have knew the neighbors because they were arguing. So maybe they brought him there, and then he didn't have nowhere else to go. I don't know. I just don't understand why a cop. I mean, I do, but why would the cops come and just let him go out into the middle of nowhere? That's what he's they already do. Already causing trouble. That's like you know he's do. gonna go do something else. <laughs> do we need to talk about my neighbor again? <laughs> I know. They just right? they didn't even do anything. He had a warrant, and they just let him go. I was like, oh my god. Like this is that's why things like this happen. Right? Exactly. But so that is that right there is somebody's mom. That's somebody's grandma. Yeah. Somebody's auntie. That's why I felt like so close to the story was because it's like our mom. Like, yeah. That's our mom. Mm-hmm. She could have went missing. Like remote area. Like you never know. Exactly. Could happen anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of off subject, but I went to a Super Bowl party, and someone at the party wanted me to give them a ride to one of like the track homes, like KB homes. Oh no! And I was like, okay, like cool. What are you gonna do there? And they're like, oh, there's a party up there. And did you know this person? Yes. Okay. And so the <laughs> and then I asked her like well, whose house are you going to? She's like, I don't know, some party over there. I was like, well, do you know anybody over there? And she's like, no. Like, I'm not taking you over there. Like, this, I do, like, stories on my podcast about every week. Like, I don't want to start it out with, like, well, it started when I took her over here to this party and she was never seen again. I'm going to be responsible for dropping you off. She's like, all you got to do is drop me off. I'm like, no, how are you going to get back? (laughs) Like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to... Girl, I'm taking you home. You off at some random house. (laughs) Yeah, that's how the stories begin. Exactly. (laughs) Don't go to some random house to a party. Yeah. Especially if you've been drinking too much. (laughs) Especially because you're like, do you know anyone there? Like, no. (laughs) Like, no, I'm not taking you there. Exactly. I thought it was all cool at first, and then. Like asking more questions, she's like, "No, I don't know anybody. I'm just gonna go." I'm like, no, I'm not taking you. Find a different ride. I'm not gonna be responsible for that. <laughs> Are you going missing? Yes. Jeez. Yeah. So, anyways, that's... I think about things like that all the time. Yeah, though. me too. We just watched a crazy movie oh from online dating. <laughs> I watched a movie last night too. A crazy movie too about somebody going missing and it was crazy it was very suspenseful what was it called uh weekend getaway or weekend away something like that on netflix it was it was good or not it was pretty good um it was just really suspenseful and you didn't know who to blame who was in on it who wasn't yeah it was crazy huh. oh i think that was on like the top 10 maybe I don't 
that's it? Yep, that's the story um, of LMA Begay. But if um, you have any information, make sure you contact the Navajo Police Department. Share the story. Share the story. So it gets out there, she's still missing. It's been what, like nine yeah. months? Since June 15th, 2021. Yeah. So, her family is in need of answers. And that's okay. it. Yep, that's it. Yeah. We will see you next week with another story. Yep. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Native Sisters Podcast. Or send us an email nativesisterspodcast at gmail.com or our website at nativesisterspodcast.com We'll see you guys next time. See ya.